Welcome to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiva, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of influence with you. Every day, your gifted episodes, see what I did there, to help you become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best kept industry secrets to creating an online presence worth remembering. It's really like having a momager on speed dial. So let's dive into it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh my God, you guys, we have a listener question this time. Yes, but it's not a voice memo this time around. It is actually from the Google form. And the question reads, oh, this is such a good question. This question reads, what do you, so what do I think makes Kindly Gifted so different from a lot of other shows in the industry? Oh, wow. Um, This is a very good question. And you totally, Uno, reversed it on me because I do talk a lot about finding your why and your differentiator on the show and how important that is. And you, yeah, you played Uno reverse. I see you. Okay. Um, that That is such a good question. When I started Kindly Gifted, my main thing that I wanted to accomplish with this show is to bridge gaps. Um, a lot of industry gaps. Because there are so many different players within the marketing world. Um, And I wanted everyone, no matter the level of experience that they had, to feel included in the conversation. So whether you were an intern, whether you were somebody who is an, an ACD, so an associate creative director, whether you are an influencer, but you have no marketing background, or you are... Um, an influencer marketing professional of like five years, what have you, I wanted those, those uh, gaps to be bridged and for everyone to feel like they could get something out of the show when it came to storytelling and branding and um, personal branding, if relevant, that kind of stuff. And I feel like that's been really successful for one reason, mainly. Before I started the show, I did a lot of research on other people's shows. And that's like totally normal. If you, if you start a podcast or really any other social media channel, you're probably going to do that too. Um, and see what everybody else is up to. And this is also because like this is market research for me, right? So it's going in and, and taking notes of like, okay, this is somebody that I feel like would kind of be in the same lane as me. Um, this is what I like that they're doing. This is what I don't like that they're doing. And that's kind of what helped me decide on having a mainly solo podcast. Um, and also not editing my individual episodes. I don't go out and take the words like, and, um, and kind of out of here. Um, I feel it contributes to a more phone call, FaceTime vibe and something more casual. And that is what I really realized was missing in the marketing podcast 
realm. And really, if you broaden it even further in the business podcast realm. Let me back up for a minute. Up until very recently, marketing and especially creative marketing was not a very desirable career. In fact, we were all the kids that got told, (laughs) what are you going to do with that? Be an art teacher? You're going to live in a cardboard box, you starving artist? Every single one of us was looked at as a slacker, probably didn't do good in school. Uh, I definitely didn't. I had the lowest GPA amongst all of my friends um, in college. And was put down intellectually so much. And instead, the people that were seen as these intellectual beacons that were going to be the poster children for success is anyone who applied to law, medical, finance fields. And typically, well, not typically, historically, actually, just something you can Google. You're welcome to to look up yourself. Um, Those three industries specifically, law, medicine, and finance, I promise this has a point, (laughs) were looked at as elitist careers. Uh, They require us, the lay people, to need them. Because without them, we're not going to understand the law. We're not going to understand finance. Have you ever tried to do your taxes yourself without a CPA? Okay, it's very difficult. (laughs) Um, You're not going to be able to diagnose yourself, which like maybe you, you shouldn't be diagnosing yourself. But you know what I mean, right? You need those people. However, behind the scenes, even those people needed marketing. So marketing was always kind of lurking behind the scenes. And yet, ironically, we were seen as like slackers. I think very recently, a lot of that has shifted. One, because you can look at the data points, the applications for law, medical, um, and finance kind of degrees are going down. And kids are coming out of high school wanting to be content creators and producers and creative directors, which is really awesome. Um, It wasn't like that when I was in high school. So what I'm saying is, What I noticed when I was creating the show, um, when I was doing research, market research for the show and and R&D, research and development, I realized that there was this kind of defensive attitude is what it felt like to me. Coming from a lot of podcasts, hosts in the marketing realm that they needed to prove their intellectual abilities. And so they used this like corporate psychobabble bullshit where they beat around the bush and talk around something. And it sounds really amazing. But then when you step back, you're like, I literally have no idea what you said. And I did not want this show to feel that way. If you notice, I don't use ginormous SAT words I'm not trying to impress you with my intellect. (laughs) I want you to understand what I'm talking about because that's a conversation. I'm not talking to myself, even though it does feel that way sometimes. (laughs) But I'm not here to help myself understand something. I work in this field. 
I want to take information that I found or learned or experienced and give it to you. And because I know that how small this industry is, it does not benefit either one of us for me to use these corporate terms that literally have no meaning as opposed to just explaining something in the simplest of terms and yeah, maybe tripping over my words and yes, maybe using like, um, you know, kind of and not using SAT words and maybe looking a little dumb, but at least you on the other side understood what I was talking about. That's why I also make a point when I have guests on the show who I invite people that intimidate me on the show because I want to learn something as well. I don't want to just invite somebody that, you know, so we can shoot the shit. Um, I will oftentimes ask them to define certain concepts for you and for myself, because I may not know what they're talking about either. And that was incredibly important to me. And that was a huge part of how we would bridge gaps here is that there are people in this industry that have the privilege of understanding terms like paid media and earned media and the difference between advertising and marketing and like what an ACD is and what a DP is and like all this other stuff. That's a very, very small part of the industry. Most people are on the receiving end of all of that communication. And so if you're trying to learn how to get into marketing or you're an influencer who's making sponsored posts for brands or you are on the account side of marketing, but you want to understand creative, either way, the the terms have to be defined. And so I think a big driving force for the show was a quote from Albert Einstein who said, if you can... If you cannot explain it to a six-year-old, then you don't know it yourself. So uh, this is six-year-old reading level. (laughs) Well, you know, minus like some of the F-bombs and things, but that's, I wanted this show to feel like a conversation between myself and maybe somebody either in a different side of marketing or somebody who is new to marketing or... It doesn't need to feel like this corporate conversation where, you know, your VP is trying to relay a piece of very simple information to you as an intern. I didn't want it to feel that way. I didn't want it to feel elitist. I didn't want it to feel corporate. Um, It's just a phone call between me and you and we talk about whatever we talk about in the episode. So for a while, I truly thought, I was like, it's not working and um, maybe I should just stop. And funnily enough, when I thought that, that's when I started getting responses of people like, please, I hope you keep going with the show because I've learned so much and like you've helped me apply to whatever marketing degree or um, you are helped me write my thesis about blah, 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 or I actually used this when I was talking to a brand as an influencer. And to me, that's so inspiring that this actually helped. (laughs) Like me and this little show of mine actually helped you. So um, that's why I started the show is because I understand that there are a lot of barriers in this industry and some of them are typical barriers, nothing that any under any other industry doesn't have, you know, like racial barriers and socioeconomic and talent based connection based all of these different gates that are put up to ultimately determine whether or not someone is deserving. And 
adding a barrier that complicates somebody's ability to understand a very simple concept is just unnecessary. We already have way too many barriers that everybody is fighting to get through. And if I can be of help to take down some of those barriers and allow you to put your toe or foot or half of your body, whole body (laughs) into the door, however much we can fit in, then, then that's, that's good enough for me. Um, so that's kind of why I started the show. And also what I think makes Kindly Gifted so different from a lot of other marketing podcasts is I'm not trying to compete with other shows. I respect other hosts and what they're trying to do. And I, I love that. Um, I'm here on a completely different mission where this is not for me. This is to help you understand things that don't need to be so complicated. Thanks for tuning in to Kindly Gifted. To support the podcast, please leave a review, share with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you follow me on TikTok at Kate Mob for more creative secrets from the internet's momager. See you on the next episode of Kindly Gifted.